0: The all The More Podcast, where we are continually searching out scriptural truths all the more. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Levi Moore, and I'm joined by my co-host and brother, Aaron Moore. Each week, we look into God's Word and see what He has for us. So, let's go ahead and dive on into His Word and see what He has this week. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the all podcast. We're glad to have you back this week uh, as we look into um, the birth of a burning bush. Well, it really wasn't the birth of a burning bush, but it was there was a birth and there was a burning bush, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into that here in a minute. Um, normally, I would be welcoming Aaron onto the podcast right now, but he's uh, not here with me. Um, he uh, uh, he and and I both have been extremely uh, busy with life uh, here these last two weeks, which is what's resulted in our kind of a two week um, break that was kind of unplanned. Uh, you know, my 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 store was having uh, the uh, grand reopening following our our remodel, um, and so that 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 has uh, that was. That brought on, you know, three weeks of, of six-day work weeks, which were long and grueling and, and very involved, and so that uh, got me a little behind on my own schoolwork, and, you know, as, I, you know, as I'm in seminary, and, and Aaron's in seminary right now, too, and so he's he's had a lot of work that he's been having to, to catch up on, and, and uh, you know, along with you know, my, we're both, you know, full-time workers, full-time students, and, and uh, anyways, life has just been very, very busy uh, of late, uh, and then on top of that, for Aaron, you know, he's you know he's still still not not feeling uh, you know fully up to snuff. Um, so you know we uh, certainly uh, appreciate your continued prayers for him. But um, you know, without further ado, though, you know we, we can go ahead and uh, uh, you know get get off all the uh, our our sob stories of of how busy we are, and 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 just uh, you know uh, and, and we can go ahead and, and you know turn to God's word and see what He has. Uh, this week, um, we are finally out of out of Exodus. Uh, we left off uh, not last week, but last episode, uh, talking about about Joseph, uh, and now we're going to be moving into Exodus, looking at at Moses. Now, before we actually get into Exodus, you know, um, let's go ahead and, and look at Hebrews eleven real quick, um, you know, where we get our our, our direction for uh, you know, for going to this passage. It's Hebrews eleven verses twenty three through twenty seven. It says, "By faith." Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents. invisible. So as that passage in, in uh, Hebrews 11 you know, guides us, you know, first we must look to the, the birth of Moses, which that takes us to, uh, uh, to Exodus chapter 2. So starting in chapter 2, it says, Now a man from the house of Levi went and took as his wife a Levite woman. The woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him three months. When she could hide him no longer, she took for, uh, took for him a basket made of bulrushes and daubed it with bitumen and pitch. She put the child in it and placed it among the reeds by the river bank, and his, and his sister stood at a distance to know what would, be, what would be done to him. Now the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river while her young women walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her servant woman, and she took it. When she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby was crying. She took pity on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? and pharaoh's daughter said to her go so the girl went and called the child's mother and pharaoh's daughter said to her take this child away and nurse him for me and i will give you your wages so the woman took the child and nursed him when the child grew older she brought him to pharaoh's daughter and he became her son she called him Moses because she said I drew him out of the water all right so you know, at, uh, at, the, at the the beginning of chapter two uh, you know, first we see um, that you know uh, there was there was a man of the house of Levi uh, which we later find out to be you know that his name was Amram uh, you know that was you know, uh, Moses father and he took uh, took his wife you know a Levite woman uh, her name was Jochebed, which we find that out later in, in Exodus as well and so you know, if you didn't know, uh, you know the the tribe of Levi, you know that was the the priestly tribe uh, within the nation of Israel. Uh, and so you know, it, it's rather appropriate that that Moses, um, you know, the one to whom the the law was given um you know would come from the priestly line and you know i, I uh, you know whenever we uh look at these uh you know uh, these old testament uh, um you know occurrences like this you know, that i also think of the the appropriateness of of my name and aaron's name because you both you know, both my name and aaron's name uh you know come from the you know the the, the house of levi the um, you know, the, the uh, priestly tribe, and you hear you know, Aaron and I are, you know. You know, neither one of us started off, you know, going into the ministry, and here we are. You know, took the long way around, and we're both going into the ministry. So, it's uh, uh you know, it's, it's funny how how God works things out like that. But anyhow, uh, you know, Moses, uh, hit, hit both his parents were of the house of Levi. Now, um, in verse two, you know, it, it says that 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 they hit uh that you know, she, she conceived and bore the son, and then she hid him for three months. Now, why would she hide the child? Well, to find out, we have to look back in chapter one. And and what we come to find is that uh, you know if we remember, actually we have to look a little further back. than That we have to look look back to the to the end of Genesis. You know the that uh, you know, that uh, Joseph's brothers had sold him into slavery, and uh, while he was enslaved, then you know the the slave traders sold him to to Potiphar. Then then he was you know, you know uh, some circumstances arose that caused caused him to be to be you know, thrown thrown in, in jail un, unjustly. While he was in in jail, he, he found favor with the, with the president with the prison keeper, uh, and then you know through some other circumstances that, that you know the God brought about, he found favor with Pharaoh and he was put second in command all of, uh, over all of Egypt, and so then uh, you know he uh, you know, there was a famine uh, that that that, that you know, caused his his brothers to have to come down to Egypt to to try to find food. So anyways, the long story short, you know through all of that, you know uh, Joseph was able to bring his entire family his father and and all his brothers and everybody and his family down to to egypt to live and uh and and so you as while they lived there they were prosperous um And so, uh, you know, then there came a time where, you know, Joseph died, of course, because, I mean, he was, you know, human and and, and being living in a sinful world. His life was not indefinite. It was very definite and had an end to it. Um, And so uh, then, you know, there came a time where there were Pharaohs that did not remember um, Joseph well. Uh, and so uh you, know, rather, you, know, and you because while they remember Joseph well because uh you, know, uh, you know, since Joseph uh you know, caused Egypt to be very prosperous you know, while they remembered him well the Jews were treated well but well then there came like i said a pharaoh that did not remember remember Joseph well and so they started being treated poorly and a uh, long story short um you know, the 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 Jews were you know, were then enslaved by the egyptians you know, out of fear that they would that they would rise up against them and overtake them and so you know, they they uh, the the Egyptians decided they were going to try to you know suppress and oppress the uh, the the growth of, of Egypt by or excuse me the, the growth of, of Israel by um, by subjugating them uh, and, and and enslaving them. Well, it's kind of funny how how um, you know God works you know because uh, it's still kind of the same way today. You know, the places where you know, where uh, where God's people are are uh, oppressed the most and suppressed the most is where um where the church grows the most Uh, i mean this can be seen uh especially in china and in india um but especially China, you, you being that China is, is a is a uh, is very much against everything Christian and everything God oriented, and uh, you know I, I had a, a a friend of mine you know, a few summers ago. He went you know, as as a missionary uh, you know, to China and and uh, um, and so he he went went over there and and uh, you know he, he you know, every night he would go and and you. Know, Preach, preach at these at these underground churches. Essentially, you know, one night he'd go 100 miles in one direction, he'd go 100 miles in the next direction. The other night, and uh, and, and so you know, th- there were all these churches of people that were willing to you know give their lives just to hear the word of God. Um, and 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 I mean, they were all over the place. Uh, and, and and so, anyways, all that to say, you know, suppression usually does not you know uh, kill the church. Or, or, or kill the people of God's, you know, suppression usually causes them to, to grow in number, uh, faster than anything. But anyways, back to the, to, to the text though, uh, the, um, uh, so, so you, they, they were being, being, they were enslaved. And so then there, there came a time in chapter one of Exodus where, uh, the Pharaoh decided that it was time to, you know, thin out some of the, some of the people, some of the, some of the Israelites. Uh, and so they, uh, the Pharaoh decided, you know, it was time to, you know, to, to kill the the uh, the the uh, the children of, of the Israelites. Um, well, anyways, uh, that's why they were because uh, it says here in, in verse twenty two. Then Pharaoh commanded all his people, every son that is born to the Hebrews, you shall cast him uh, into the Nile, or sh- you shall cast into the Nile, but you shall let every daughter live. He basically wanted to prevent there from being a major you know, army force you know, growing. So that's why in verse two of chapter two, uh, you know. Moses' parents were were hiding him. Now, after a certain time, you know they they just could no longer hide him because um, you know there came a point where you know, as with all babies, you know, you know, every baby, every baby is different, but you know, some you know are more are more more crying and others are more sleeping, uh, especially as newborns. And so, uh, you know, there there just came a time where he was no longer able to be reliably hid or safely hid, and so uh, you know. The mother, you know, Jacobed. She, you know, basically makes him a a, a basket and, and 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 waterproofs it, and then she sets it in, into the Nile. Uh, now, I, I I um at the moment in my present state, I, I I can't you know think of why any mother would would do that. I mean, I I guess there was a better chance of him living if she just if she cast him down the river uh, in a in a waterproofed basket. But I I just don't know. I I I um. I, I think I, I would have a hard time doing that uh you know, I'd rather you know hold on to my kid and and you know fight for him but anyhow uh you know she, you know, I I guess you know, by by faith she she you cast him off and 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 then so uh his his sister who we later to find out is named Miriam uh his sister goes along and, and watches the basket as it goes and you know it, it's funny how how God you know uses all these situations that that come up um the uh, the river ended up taking Moses directly to none other than pharaoh's daughter herself and so um you know she uh you know apparently um you recognize that this child was one of the hebrew children because you know uh, there must have been some demonstrable or noticeable difference between you know, the the looks look of Egyptian children versus the look the look of, of Isra- uh, Israeli children or Israelite children. And um, anyway, she she you know, noticed. Or, or, you know, I get, oh, well you know now now now. Come to think of it, um, you know, Moses was was you know uh, was more than likely circumcised. Um, but you know, being that he was a, a a Jew, he was a you know a, a descendant of Abraham, so he was probably circumcised, which was not not a common feature outside of the Jews. So that's probably. More than likely, how she knew that that he was a Jew, but anyhow, uh, you know, uh so you know, Pharaoh's daughter, you know, uh, decided. Well, hey, um, yeah, after Miriam came up and and, and offered services, said, hey, yeah, go, go ahead and go ahead and take, take this kid, you know, uh, and and uh, and and you find him a nurse, and and I'll I'll, I'll pay the wages now. Uh, to all you moms out there, I mean, ha- how great would it have been if you had essentially been been paid extra just for being a mom? Uh, now that I, I think that's, that's a, you know, a, a a pretty sweet gig myself, but um, anyways, that's that's how how, how it was for Jockebed. I mean, you know, she she basically got paid extra just for being you know the mom to Moses and raising him up and everything, and 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 uh, so. Um, Anyhow, so that's that that's kind of kind of kind of, you know, the the birth of Moses. Now, he was named Moses, you know, by Pharaoh's daughter because or in the Hebrew Moshe, um, which means, you know, uh, you know, to be drawn out. Uh, and, and in this case, the implication is also, you know, to be, you know, drawn out of water. Um, now, later, uh, you know, as, we, as we come to, to verse 11 in chapter 2, um, you know, Moses, you know, he, he's, he's you know, he's at this time grown up. You know, you know many years have passed from the time uh, when he was an infant till now. And it says, Yeah, you know, one day, starting verse 11, one day when Moses had grown up, he went out to his people and looked on their burdens. And he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his people. He looked... Uh, He looked this way and that, and seeing no one, he struck struck down the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. When he went out the next day, behold, two Hebrews were struggling together, and he said to the man in the wrong, Why do you strike your companion? He answered, "Who made you prince and judge over us? Do you mean to kill us as you killed the Egyptian?" Then Moses was afraid and thought, "Surely the thing is known." When Pharaoh heard of it, he sought to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh and stayed in the land of Midian, and he said, uh, and he sat down by a well." Now I'm going to stop there for a moment. So um, there's kind of a, a, a you know, it's, it's interesting that he ran to the land of Midian, and there's probably, you know, in my mind at least, you know, I haven't researched this necessarily, but in my mind there there, there there's probably you know uh, this is probably the very likely reason for him going there is that the the Midianites and the uh, Israelites were essentially cousins. They were they were very very closely related. And so you know, we. We know that the Israelites were related to the Midianites because uh, we we can go back in in, in Genesis 25 back to Abraham because it all goes back to Abraham. That's why he's so important and why Aaron and I spent so much time talking about Abraham because he is the the linchpin in this whole operation here. Um, But anyhow, Abraham, back in in chapter 25, uh, verse 1, it says, Abraham took another wife whose name was Keturah. This is following uh, the death of Sarah. Uh, She bore uh, bore him Zimram, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak and Shua um yeah so so Midian was a son of Keturah so that would make um you know make the um the Israelites and the Midianites uh I mean they're they're somehow cousins half siblings something to that effect I'm not exactly sure of of the the genealogical terminology that, that would be used to describe them but but, you know, they, they, they were, they were, um, related because like I said, Abraham was the father of the Midianites just as Abraham was the father of, you know, of, um, what you call it, of you know, Isaac, who then later had Jacob that led to the, to all the, all the Israelites. Um, so you know, with all that being said, um. You know, that that's that's my theory as to why uh, you know Moses ran to the Midianites is because you know they they were they were you know uh, you know distant relations and they worshipped the same God you know the Israelites and the Midianites. Um. So now you know if if we you know, move on here to to verse sixteen in chapter two it says now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, uh, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs of water or troughs to water their father's flock. The sh- uh, the shepherds came and and drove them away, but Moses stood. Stood up and saved them and watered their flock. When they came home to their father, uh, Reuel. He said, How is it that you have come home so soon today? They said, An Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds and even drew water for us and watered the flock. He said to his daughters, Then where is he? Why have you left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. And Moses uh, was content to dwell with the man. And he gave Moses his daughter Zipporah. And she gave birth to a son and called him Gershom. Uh, For he said, I have been a sojourner in a foreign land. Now, you know, um, you know, th- th- this whole th- this whole scene here you know, where where you know, Moses you know stands up for the uh, the daughters of the priest of Midian uh you know, who, who's you know named, uh, or 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 in the in the New King James version it says uh, Raguel or uh, later in, in chapter 3 we see his name is uh, Jethro um you know, my, my mind you know, always always flashes back to the, the the cartoon movie uh you know the prince of egypt you know that was always you know I don't know uh, I don't know that, that, like i I just always remember the scene of, of Jethro uh you know dancing around you know uh, with his family you know around the fire and, and singing and and uh you just, I don't know i I just, I just I just always remember that that movie fondly uh you know r- regardless of of any um Artistic license that was taken, you know, one way or another, you know, uh, you know, that may have disregarded disregarded, you know, some of the biblical truths. But uh, you know, still, the, the 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 main the main theme was, was was good in in the movie. But anyways, um, you know, the, this this uh the 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 priest here you know which i think it's interesting that again he ends up you know moses ends up marrying the daughter of a priest and he himself later becomes the you know the the main you know he and his brother aaron become the the main religious you know spiritual leaders within israel to lead them out of bondage but um you know here he is the uh you know marrying the the priest's daughter and and you know uh you know the midianites worshipped you know largely worshipped the same god as as the israelites um and so you know, of course you know, he, he, he invites him in invites um jethro invites moses in uh you know to to eat bread and and, and, and you know, here again we see that that um that part of the culture you know you know to to you know to be hospitable uh, especially in this case where you know moses like saved his daughters um and so, uh, you know, uh, and, and of course, you know, Moses was later given a wife, Zipporah, uh, and, and, and she bore, you know, bore a son, and in, in, uh, you know, he was named Gershom, which means, you know, stranger there, um, which is why you know, it says in verse 22, um, you know, uh, for, I, for he said, I have been a sojourner, sojourner in a foreign land. Now, you know, uh, the, the narrative here takes takes a a slight detour for, for a few verses and it says, you know, during those, those many days, the king of Egypt died. You know, that is the one that was seeking to kill Moses and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God and God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel and God knew. Now here, of course, you know, when, when it says that, that God remembered the covenant, it's not like God ever forgot. Um, sometimes, you know, in, in our lives, it may feel like God has forgotten about us. Um, and, and, or that he may have left us somewhere, you know, to, to rot. It feels like anyways, but that, but that's not, not what God does. You know, God is always faithful. Um, he's always, always true to his word. And if he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. And so, you know, God, you know, promised uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that he would make them a father of many nations, that he would, you know, make the, the descendants more numerous than, than the sands on, on the seashore, the stars in the sky. Um, and, and so, you know, God is already well on his way to fulfilling that promise because, I mean, during the time that that Israel was located in uh, in Egypt, they grew enormously and 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 uh, uh, and very quickly. Um and so, you know, even under great, great oppression. So, you know, God, you know, he didn't forget his covenant, but sometimes it takes time for, for, uh, for the way that God wants things to happen to, to come about. Cause of course God could just and in you know, the snap of a finger, you know, make things happen exactly how he wants them to happen. However, you know, God, he allows us as his as his creatures to be free agents. He allows us to have the libertarian free will. When I, And when, and you know, I notice I know I've said that term a lot. And some of you may not know what I mean. You know, a libertarian free will means that we have the complete free choice that like we can make the decision. You know, without God forcing us into a decision, Um, we are then our own free agents. We are then our own person to make the uh, to do one thing or another. Um, And so that. You know, God allows or uh, works through the libertarian free will choices of His creatures of His creation to bring about His ultimate will, his, and, which which is His ultimate good. And 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 in this case, He's you know working out the way for the nation of Israel to be able to go it, go back into the land of Canaan and conquer it. Now, there had to be a time where they could grow. You know, numerically, because, you know, remember that you know, the whole reason they came down to Egypt was because there was a famine. So they came down to Egypt due, due, due to a famine in the land of Canaan. Uh, and so they, um, you know, while they were there, they grew you know in number well now you know, they're going to go back up into the land of canaan you know you know, here here in a couple chapters you know from uh you know, in exodus and then they're going to in the book of uh, uh joshua they're going to go in and go around and conquer uh all the land and and it, the land will, will be you know theirs uh but you know it, it you know god had to prepare his people to do that um, and of course, you know, God could have, could have worked it out however he wanted to, but, you know, because of, you know, uh, prior choices, like I've said before, you know, Tara and Abram, you know, back with Tara and Abram, where they, they lollygagged and, and, and stopped over in Haran rather than coming all the way over to Canaan. Had they come all the way over to Canaan to begin with, everything would have been fine. It was right for the taking. No one would have been there, but that that didn't happen. But anyways, and so that forced them to have to go down to Egypt and it, it caused a whole different, you know, a whole you know, workaround to have to be put into place. So, um, moral of the story, let's do things the way God uh, urges us to do them the first time, and that will usually, if not always, work out for the best, you know. But anyways, um, so, uh, you know, God, you know, he remembered it, He remember, remembered the covenant he'd made with, with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so he's going to bring about a deliverer uh, to bring them out of that bondage. So that brings us to chapter 3. Um, which chapter 3 is the, the burning the burning bush. So starting in verse 1, it says, Now Moses was keeping the flock of his father, uh, father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, and he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked, and behold, the bush was burning and yet was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside to see the, this great sight, why the bush is not burned. When the Lord saw that He turned aside to see, God called him out to, uh, out of the bush, Moses, Moses, and he said, "Here I am. Then he said, "Do not come near, take your sandals off your feet for the, the, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. And he said, "I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. and Moses hid his face, for he was afraid. To look at God, I'm gonna pause there for a moment. So here we are, you know, Moses. You know, he's you know, doing his job as a as a as a shepherd. You know, uh, and 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 notice, you know, and it's rather appropriate that it occurs on the mountain of God that the angel of the Lord appeared to him in the burning bush. Now, um, remember, you know, we, we we've talked about before that you know, you know pretty much every time, if not every time, and, th- and this this time is especially true uh, when we see. The, the phrase the angel of the Lord uh, it's almost always if not always God himself you know in a pre-incarnate form or in a uh, I mean it, it's a uh, what's it called a uh, it's not a Christophany it's uh, I think it's an epiphany uh, I think a lot of people use the term epiphany incorrectly epiphany is actually a or no excuse me theophany that's what it is a theophany um, you know it's a a a, a, a a a God appearing and so uh, you know you God he, you know, appears here in in uh, in the in the burning bush, or as the burning bush, as the flame within the bush, and so you know, of course that, that that would catch anybody's attention. I think something burning that's not actually being consumed and, and burnt up, and so uh, of course you know, whenever Moses turned his attention to it, God called out to him, and drew, and and and, and, and you know, of course you. Know, Moses responds in a very similar way that, that we've seen back with Abraham and with Isaac uh, and it says you know here I am um, and so um, you know God points out to him hey you know this place is holy ground go ahead and and you know remove your sandals from your feet and then he identifies himself as you know, I am hmm interesting phrasing I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And so Moses hid his face in response because he was afraid to look at God. So now moving on to verse 7. Says, Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of the land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Egypt, or excuse me, the children of Israel out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, but I will be with you. And this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you when you have been brought to when you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Now, again, I'm, I'm going to pause here. Um, so, you know, God, you know, he, 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 you know, speaking to to Moses, he reminds, you know, he says that, you know, hey, I know, and I have heard the cry of, of, of my people. I know what is going there, going on in Egypt, and I, I want to bring them out of Egypt um, and bring them to the land that I had promised them. Uh, and, and, of course, he exhorts, you know, uh, Moses, as you yeah, come, I will send you and, and you know, that you may bring my people you know, uh, out of Egypt. And then, you know, there's my favorite word, uh, you know, but. So but typically, you know, signals that there's going to be some kind of a contrast to what you've what's just been said. Uh, but Moses said to God, who am I? He basically says, you know, like. Why am I going to be the person? like who am I to do it? which um you know, I, I, I may may be reading a little a little uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit into it, but you know uh, you know I, I have this like this Moses voice in my head saying, you know almost like, why should why do I have to do it? you know I mean, I know there there there, there may have been some you know humility in it, like, you know, I don't feel qualified to do so, but then at the same time, it's almost you know, I, I have this in my mind whether it's right or wrong. In my mind, there's a voice of him. It's, it's almost like he's been you know being put out for having to you know lead these people out of Egypt. Um, but you know. Uh, you know, God comes back and says, "But I will be with you." Uh, and, and then, um, you know, and the sign that the sign to Moses was would be that you know, he was going to come back and serve God on this very same mountain. Um, but now, one thing I want to point out, though, is that at the very start, um, you know, in, in verse eight, uh, you know, apparently Moses wasn't listening very carefully. But God said, "I, as in God, I have come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians." He's not saying that. Moses Moses has come down to do anything. He's just going to be using Moses. He's going to be working through Moses. So God is going to be the one doing the work. And, and you know, that, that that's what, what we as Christians have to remember uh, oftentimes, you know, because a lot of times we, you know, we as Christians, you know, think that a lot rides on us. Well, really, it all is is God working through us, you know, it is the work of the Holy Spirit through us. Uh, you know, that he accomplishes things. And so that's where, um, you know, Moses was getting caught up and and he was getting caught up in the details rather than just trusting God that God was going to do what he said he would do. So let's move on to, to verse 13. It says, then Moses said to God, if I come to the people of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say to this people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham... the' of Isaac and of Jacob has appeared to me saying I have observed you and what has been done to you in Egypt and I promise that I will bring you out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites and the Jebusites a land flowing with milk and honey and they will listen to your voice and you and the elders of Israel shall go to Egypt or to the king of Egypt and say to him the Lord the God of the Hebrews has met with us and now please let us go uh, a three days Journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless compelled by a mighty hand. So I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all the wonders that I will do in it. After that he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And when you go, you shall not go empty. But each woman shall ask of her neighbor and any woman who lives in her house for silver and gold jewelry and for clothing. You shall put them on your sons and on your daughters, so you shall plunder the Egyptians. Now, that brings us to the, to the end of, of chapter 3, but there's a lot that goes on here and, and and this last last little bit of the chapter um, so you know God you know he, he uh, you know God tells Moses to, to basically tell the egypt uh, tell the Israelites you know I am has has, has sent me you know the God that you know, which you know, I am is the the covenant name of God um, that that, that uh, most people you know today would know that as Yahweh or um, the uh or Jehovah which you know Jehovah is the um using the hebrew letters and you know, of you know, for uh you know uh yod hey vav hey or you know y h w h is how we you know, how a lot of people abbreviate it in, in english um and so you know, jehovah is you know yahweh with um uh, the um Vowels in Adonai, which is Lord, which Adonai is the word that the Hebrews would use in place of Yahweh because they feared God's name so much and respected it so much they did not want to misuse it in any way. So much so that they wouldn't even say His name. Yeah, you know, so they would replace it with Adonai, and in some and in some cases they would they would even refuse to say that. They would just pause, and that was kind of an, an implied here's God's name. Um, but anyways, uh, so uh, it says you know, that I am uh, sent sent me to you uh, and, and he further identifies you know he, himself saying you know the, the god of your fathers the god of abraham isaac and of jacob you know, he's he's trying to bring them back uh, you know, to their roots to point them back to their heritage to the co- to remind them of the covenant that was made with abraham with isaac and with jacob that there was a land that was going to be given to them by god and it was already given to them but it wasn't fully in their possession yet It was only promised, and that's what's called the promised land, right? And so, uh, you know, God, you know, sends, um, sends Moses or says he's going to send Moses, you know, to talk you know, to the Israelites. And, you know, and in verse 18, it says, and they will listen to your voice. He didn't say they might. He says they will, which of course, as we'll see later, that th- there is some, you know, some resistance initially, but they are, they are all, you know, they all eventually end up going, uh, and, and listening to the voice of Moses, um, and so, uh, you know, he 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 then says, you know, he lays out the plan. Hey, you're gonna, you know, have to go before the king of, of Egypt to say, hey, let us go out and worship God for three days, and we'll be back. Actually, he doesn't say anything about come back. He just says, let's go out and worship, you know, uh, worship our God. it's a three days journey. Um, and so, you know, God knows that the Pharaoh is not going to allow that to happen without being forced or compelled by a mighty hand by, by something, actually something happening to compel him to do so. And you know, as, as we will see, um, you know, see, you know, later, um, you know, uh, probably you know, next week, uh, or in the next episode is, you know, God brings about these, uh, you know, the, the, the plagues of Egypt, you know, he, 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 he forces, you know, uh, ultimately forces the hand of, of, of the of the people, uh, of, of Pharaoh, uh, to allow his people to leave, um, and so you know, God doesn't always work in extraordinary circumstances. He doesn't always use a burning bush. Um, he doesn't always have someone send their newborn child. In a you know waterproof basket down a river, um, but what he does always use is ordinary people to do extraordinary things, and that's what we are. We as Christians, we are ordinary people, um, and and worse than that, we are sinners whom God has had uh, had mercy upon, uh, and and, and you know, he he has he has deemed us you know worthy to die for, uh, you know worthy to to you know be called his children uh because of the sacrifice of christ and so you know that that's you know that faith that that was exhibited by moses parents by moses himself um yeah you know it it, you know that faith enabled them to do extraordinary things yeah our our faith is no different yes we live in a very different time and age where um you know, a lot of people lean on science to explain many things which science tells us a whole lot of things but it can't tell us everything because you know th- there are some things that cannot be physically observed or reproduced uh, using the scientific method therefore the only option is faith to turn to the supernatural uh to turn to god um and so you know, i uh, you know, i implore you especially um you know, as as you know uh you know, well, uh, this weekend is, is, is Easter, you know, uh, uh, examine your faith, examine yourself, um, you know, see where, you know, where, where, where you are in your, in your, in your Christian walk. Um, if you aren't a Christian, um, you know, examine the, the truth of scripture, you know, see where, uh, you know, where Christ fulfilled prophecy after prophecy after prophecy, uh, and then where, you know, where he who died was buried and then most importantly he was resurrected uh and, and you know, because you know, without that resurrection there was no, i mean without his resurrection we have nothing um and 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 and, and so you know uh, me- maybe some other time you, uh, uh, Aaron and I can, can, can try to do a, uh, a little bit more of a, uh, of a deep dive on the, the, the resurrection. Uh, you know, uh, I know we, we've already done a, done one episode on it, but there's just so much, so much to it that, that, that we, we weren't even able to cover in, in that episode, uh, for the sake of time. But, uh, you know, may, maybe, you know, sometime we can, can, can look, you know, do a little, a little more of a deep dive on, on that, um, on the topic again, because it's always, always good to, to understand fully, but um, So anyways, guys, you know, that, that really brings us to the, to the, to the, the end, end of this episode uh this week uh so you know i i just ask that you you continue to, to be, be praying for me and aaron uh, as we come to the to the, the end of our semesters here with with seminary uh, coming to to an end this this semester uh, with our exams uh and and papers and and our, our work schedules and and it's just you know there's a lot that's going on and and, and you know uh, we, we are going to do our best to uh be able to to you know be back here you know and, re- and release an uh an episode next week but um you know please just you you know, we, 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 covet your prayers, uh, and we, uh, would love to hear from you, um, on, you know, either on Facebook, um, you know, uh, facebook.com slash, uh, all the more, uh, or on Twitter at all the more podcast or excuse me at all the more, uh, on, on Twitter, or you can just go to the, uh, the contact page on our website, all the more.com slash contact and send us a, send us a quick, quick email, you know, with, with a, you know, an encouraging word or a question, comment, you know, any, anything, uh, cause we would love to hear from you. So, um, until next time, guys, keep on searching out scriptural truths all the more. Thanks for listening to the All the More podcast. If you like what you've heard or are interested in other related content, head on over to allthemore.com. That's all the more with two O's dot com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your other favorite podcasting app. Until next time, keep on searching out scriptural truths all the more.